From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're discussing the baby steps that you can take no matter what season you're in to strengthen your pillars of intimacy. And speaking of baby steps, there's an anonymous quote that says, you don't have to get it perfect. You just have to get going. Babies don't walk the first time that they try, but eventually they get it right. That's right. And that's what we're talking about today with this topic of baby steps. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And if this is your first time joining us, welcome. We're yes. so excited that you're here, but you're probably wondering, what is a hug? Yeah. Well, a hug is actually an opportunity for Tony and I to celebrate someone in the one family, to celebrate breakthrough that they've had in their marriage and just the change and transformation that's happening. And this hug comes from an email message that we received that starts with, we just finished the couple's communication communication conference and it was terrific mm. we had some thoughts that we wanted to share with you our selected nugget be intentional and take action absolutely just as a side note if you listen to this show regularly you've probably heard that once or twice going on they said for us our conflict cycle is not a cycle we both tend to avoid conflict withdraw to our preferred activities dig a metaphorical pothole for it mm. and hope it resolves itself with your help we're learning to have and appreciate the occasional hard conversation we did an honest assessment and are looking forward to the future. Mm. Baby steps. Love it. Baby steps. And we talked Love. a lot about baby steps during that conference. And yeah. you know, for those of you that want to do the conference on demand, you can learn more about it at oneliveevents.com. But coming out of the conference and, and even you know, a lot of the conversations, the coaching conversations that I've been having recently have really kind of been fixated on this idea of like, we just want to, we want to fix our marriage right now, mm -hmm. right now. Like there's a problem. We want it done right now. Like, and these marriages can be anywhere from a couple of years to 20 plus, 30 plus years. Absolutely. You know, or I'll get that. Well, we start like we've started working on this, Elisa. Why aren't things better, great, different? Mm -hmm. And, and it, it, they boil down to this one concept that, that I started seeing over and over again. It's basically we've taken action. Right. Whether it's setting up a coaching call, whether it's even applying for coaching, whether it's, you know, having the first coaching session or a couple coaching sessions, why haven't we crossed the finish line? Mm -hmm. And I get it. We all want to win the race. We all want to have that extraordinary marriage. There, there's a reason the show is called One Extraordinary Marriage because we mm -hmm. actually want your marriage to be extraordinary. Absolutely. But the reality is, is that there is not a single marathoner that ever crosses the finish line or is extraordinary at their race without doing the baby steps that is necessary to get there. Mm -hmm. And I was curious as I, as I was prepping the show, I was like, how many steps, how many steps are in a marathon? It, it, this, guys, this is where my brain goes a little insight into Lisa. She just starts getting curious. And, and so I, thanks to Google, you can actually find out this kind of stuff. And so if you are running, you know, Average based on, you know, gender and, you know, height and all of those types of things. There are on average 39,732 running steps in a marathon hmm. for, to make it easy, 40,000 steps from yeah. crossing the starting line to crossing the finish line. And if you walk it, it's about 54,000, right? So and there's some, there's some, obviously there's going to be some, 
number differences and how many steps you take. You know, it's funny, Elisa brings this up because when I hiked the Pacific Crest Trail, when I threw hiked the Pacific Crest Trail, we, we sort of, yeah. we, we sort of tried to figure out like how many steps was it going to be because we are doing it for a cause right? and we are doing it as a fundraiser. And we, we came up with for the 2,658 miles that I was going to hike on the Pacific Crest Trail, we, we, it, we came up to 7 million Seven steps. Million steps. And uh, it was it was cool because we called we called the fundraiser seven million steps to a cure. So it, it, you know, just thinking of like completing something or getting to a finish line. Mm -hmm. Even when I was out there for four and a half months, you know, I had in my mind like, wow, I'm going to take seven million steps to get from the Mexican border to Canada. Yeah, and you know, it, it was actually really impactful. I had completely forgotten about seven million steps until you just brought it up. But as I was looking at these numbers. You know, it really just started to hit me that that just taking that first step or taking you know step at mile you know two or mile twenty two isn't actually what gets you across the finish line. Hmm. It, it's got you moving in the right direction, but there's a lot of challenge that goes with it. And and I get it. Baby steps is a concept that's been really popularized by Dave Ramsey. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, as he talks about it in his book Financial Peace and you know Baby Steps to Financial Peace. But the reality is, is that the concept of baby steps has really been around ever since, you know, like the first child. And I, and I will say the baby steps that Dave Ramsey outlines in financial peace. I I'll put a link here to the book uh, here in the episode notes for you guys. We totally love them. Like the, if you need to strengthen your financial intimacy pillar, honestly go through the, the seven baby steps. It's what we did. Mm -hmm. Some, 22 years ago I'm now like how old is Alex? 23 no, no 21 years ago it's 21 years ago because it would have been yeah it would have been 20 20, 20 years, years ago. ago all right yeah so 20 years ago um but it's what we did 20 years ago mm -hmm. to get ourselves out of fifty thousand dollars in debt we had we had to start taking some baby steps and the framework that dave ramsey sets up is wonderful and through that you're going to be strengthening your financial intimacy pillar. Absolutely. And, you know, getting into this concept of baby steps, if you've ever coached with me, this may actually, the, the next minute or so may sound familiar, but I know a lot of you have never coached with me. And I want to share with you just what I share with my coaching clients when we come around this idea of, of doing something new, of taking the steps. And, you know, the truth is, and for all of us that are parents, this is a really good thing, that babies are not born learning, knowing how to crawl or walk. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you bring home a newborn, you're really glad that they can't move anywhere because you're so exhausted. But they have to develop the muscles in order to be able to do so. They, they rock back and forth. They get frustrated when they flip themselves over and can't get themselves back. They, you know, have people coming around them, encouraging them and helping them to develop those skills. And then one day, and you know, if you've never seen this YouTube, you know, baby standing for the first time, I'm sure there's some amazing videos there, but you see a baby pull themselves up. And there's this moment of realization as they are like standing and all of a sudden the world that was literally like six inches above them now is, you know, 18 inches, you know, and, the, and everything looks different and you can see it. And often in that moment, they let go and they fall down, right? We've all seen the videos of babies falling down on their bottoms. And, and as an adult, a lot of us would see that falling down as a failure. But as family and friends, when there's a little baby around, we're so excited. And we're like, come on, you can do it. And we just, we keep encouraging them. And we keep saying, hey, you, we've got you. And I'll actually help you. And, and as babies do, you know, start to take these steps, they'll have people hold their hands. Mm -hmm. And they'll have people cheer them on until one day that they can actually go no hands. 
and they are able to put those steps one in front of another. And that's really what happens when you're learning new things like the six pillars of intimacy in your marriage. It's it's this idea of these are baby steps and we're going to go forward and there are going to be times when we fall down. It's saying, you know what? It's okay if I ask for help. It's, it's okay if I you know, take my hands off and maybe I fall down, but I'm going to try it again. It's messing up and doing it again. Mm-hmm. And I want to say like... A lot of people will say to Tony and I, oh my gosh, if only I, you know, if only we could have conversations the way that you and Tony talk to one another. And I always kind of, in the back of my head, there's always this little smirk on my face. I have to tell you this because guys, we've had 600, this episode is number 675. Mm -hmm. Since January of 2010, in addition to all the other conversations that we have, we have had 675 conversations with one another. Yeah. We have. I was looking for something a little more profound than, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps well, no. we still need to work on our communicate, our emotional intimacy pillar. <laughs> well, but, we're always, we're, we're always working on that one. That's, that's the, that's the workhorse of all of them. And it's one we continue to press into and always will be. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I, I think through that and what just goes through my head are, in all honesty is I, I almost cringe sometimes thinking back to those early episodes. And when somebody here in the one family goes, we love it. We just found you. We're, we're going back and we're listening from the beginning. And, and honestly, I, I cringe because I listen to some of those older ones every once in a while. And um, our emotional intimacy and our communication wasn't the best. Uh, it was, I could find and I can hear myself being really tense towards Elisa. I can hear where I'll cut her off and, and I'll only want to hear my point of view um, and not really even listen to her because I'll just go on tangents so it, it's been a journey mm-hmm. of many baby steps and, and learning how we, we've been able to strengthen our emotional intimacy and that communication and what we do here behind the microphones, we take into, into our lives and into our marriage. But there are definitely times too where we'll, we'll stub our toes and we'll skin our knees and, you know, we'll, we'll get passionate behind, not, not behind the microphone. <laughs> not behind the mics. <laughs> no, I mean, we'll get passionate and, and there's, you know, voices are raised and everything goes on and people are shutting down and, and things are happening. So, I mean, it, it is a, a journey and, and we continue to take those baby steps because we want to have the extraordinary marriage in our own. Yeah. I mean, guys, 675 conversations. You can't do that without having technical difficulties, without losing a podcast right after you've recorded it, without having arguments before you're supposed to get on recording or even during a recording without, you know, running out of time to actually record the show and doing it when you're really, really tired. Remember how I said, you know, and I've said often don't have conversations after nine o'clock at night. We used to record at like 10 or 11, you guys. And we learned something there that we're not going to do that anymore because we're not at our best. And it's not advantageous for us. It's not advantageous for you as part of the one family to listen to us at that time. So Mm -hmm. that was something we learned over the years though. But we would, we would honestly have these conversations and not just behind the microphones, but these conversations at 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night, no resolve, nothing would would come out of it. And it, we had to learn that, though. That was part of those steps that we had to take to learn and understand, like, wow, this isn't working for us. Absolutely. And, th- and this goes into that idea of, you know, are you looking at other people's finish line or other people mm. being at, let's say, mile, you know, 24, 25, and you're like, oh, my gosh, look at them go. And, and you're like, but but you know what I put on, I got, I got the new running shoes, right. And the new running socks and like my shorts, they look amazing. So 
why are why are we not looking like that? Why do we not talk like that? Why is our recreational intimacy not like why are we not like that couple? And, and the truth of the matter is is that in a lot of cases what you're seeing or what you have access to they've already been taking the steps. They're they're on step, you know, 27,472. Mm. And you're on step 50. It's going to look different. It doesn't mean you stop. It doesn't mean you, you know, take off your shoes and you throw them off and you say, you know what, I'm not doing this. Because, you know, you can see what's possible. When you look at those people that have gone ahead of you, you can see what's possible. When you look at the people that have trained in whatever pillar of intimacy you're not strong in yet. Mm -hmm. And I want to be real clear. You're not strong there yet. You haven't done enough steps to get to that point where you're, you know, for some of you, you're in that bonk face, right? When you, when you hear runners talk about, you know, what is it hitting the wall mm -hmm. where it's just like, I don't know if I can go on. This is really hard. Mm -hmm. And they know I've got to push through. I've got to get reinforcements. I need to find that aid station because there's always a journey. There's always a journey. Nobody gets to a finish line. I mean, nobody. There's a reason the start line and the finish line, like you don't take a step and you like fall into the finish line, right? It's about the courses. It's about the track. It's about the adversity. It's about the challenge. And that's something that we actually need to embrace if we're going to be extraordinary couples. We can't always be looking for the easy way. The, like I said, I look really cute in my running gear and I have got the new shoes. So just give me the medal. Just give me the medal because because I, I look good. So I must be there. Yeah. Nobody looks good at the end of the race. They're all sweaty and stinky and their hair is all over the place. And they're like just, right? Look at, look at the end of the Boston Marathon. Nobody has got the makeup perfectly applied. They're not even wearing makeup, you guys. Right? Yeah, jerseys are all over the place. I don't know if you call it jersey as a runner. It's That's a football thing, possibly. I don't know what you call your gear as a runner. So excuse me to all the runners in our audience. Sure. Humor me. Sure. I don't know. I only ran I only ran an ultra marathon. I never did a road And you had a t-shirt on. You mm -hmm. had a t-shirt on. But, yeah. but we, we... Can I share something, though, real quick? Yeah. We're using this analogy for running and everything. And, and Elise and I really believe that, you know, if you're doing an activity together, it strengthens you, right? Mm -hmm. It strengthens what you're doing, that recreational intimacy and activity that is outside, maybe something that you guys have done before. Maybe it's something that you guys have done. I just want to share something. I'm going to put a link to this here in the episode notes. It's called um, The Conquer, and they're, called, they're virtual challenges. Oh, Okay. And yeah. th there's medals that go with it. I did one similar. I didn't do this one, but I love these medals and I'm looking at doing one um, here probably in the beginning of the year. But I'm going to put a link to it. And it's just a really cool way. And I mean, I I'm on their homepage right now and it just says, make every mile count. Mm. And, and I just, as we're talking about this, maybe for some of you, you guys just need an activity to engage one another. We've talked about the walk and talk. But maybe some of you just need a little something there to go, hey, we're walking for something Yeah. as well. There's a price. Because you just got a little competitive spirit, and that's great. We love it. So I'm going to put a link to it. It's called The Conquer. You can go to theconquer.events to, to learn more about it. it. It's just it's a cool thing mm -hmm. and a cool way to, as we wrap around, like, hey, what are those baby steps? Yeah. And it encourages you both to get out there and mm -hmm. do something together. Yeah, because I just I think about this and I think about, you know, when you're training, nobody 
well, I won't say nobody, but when you're in this place of going, what's the difference between where I'm at and where somebody else is and what do I need? What are those baby steps that I need to take? And what would actually shift in our marriage if we started looking at the baby steps instead of just trying to get to the finish line? right? If we started looking mm-hmm. at what needs to happen now so that we can cross the finish line. But let's talk about that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. One Skin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We're back and we're talking about the power of baby steps in your marriage. And, you know, I think that there's a good chance that for some of you, even hearing about this concept of baby steps and just starting, you know, putting on the shoes, but knowing that you've got to run the miles, right? Putting on the shoes and knowing that you don't just get the medal for putting on the shoes, but you got to put in some effort for some of you. That is, that's literally you're breathing a sigh of relief that you don't have to have it all figured out that, that you just have to start. And that's the thing with a baby. Like a baby doesn't know. Baby doesn't know what the prize is, right? A baby doesn't know when they start, you know, commando crawling and and getting up on their elbows and stuff. They don't know what what it's going to feel like to run. Mm -hmm. The beauty for all of you is that you've got an idea. You can see this in other marriages. You can see this in couples where you hear the hug every week. You know what the possibilities are and you know what you're running after. Well, and you may have even had it in your own marriage. You've seen it. Maybe this is just a season you're in. Mm-hmm. But, but understand, like, there can be amazing moments, amazing times, amazing periods of time in your marriage. And it just may mean right now where you're at, you just need to get back up on it and mm-hmm. get and start taking a baby step again. I, it, 25 years of marriage, believe me, have been there many a times. And, and I know it from just from sport and working out, getting on and off my bike, doing, you know, road cycling, doing hiking, all, you know, you get out of shape a little bit. Mm-hmm. You sit back a little bit. You hang out a little bit. You have a, a couple more drinks here, you, you know, and it's the same thing with our marriage. We could be doing everything so great. We could be doing walk and talks all the, all the time, but now the season's changing and now it's easier to just sit on the couch. Mm. Been there. And, and it's like, whoa, we, we got to get back on. We got to take that baby step again. We got to get back up on it. 
Absolutely. It's funny. I don't know why I'm so into like television and movies and comparison stuff. Today. But all I, now all I can hear in my ears ringing is the sound of music mm. and the song Do Re Mi. <laughs> right. And I'm not going to sing it for you guys because I love you all. And that would be a little bit painful. But there is the line in the song Do Re Mi that says, let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. And I want to encourage each one of you as we're just kind of going like, what does it look like to to talk about baby steps to to just say, the beginning is a very good place to start. Mm-hmm. It it is. It's it's that encouragement, and and we're here cheering you on, mm-hmm. right? Just like just like if you were you know a little baby and you were getting ready to take your first step. Tony and I are here going, hey, you know what? You can do it. Mm-hmm. You can do it. because for some of you, the first step, the baby step, is to go. Well, what do the six pillars of intimacy look like in our marriage? Right? <laughs> Where are we? Mm-hmm. Where are we? You know, and if you don't know, you can learn about them at the six pillars of intimacy.com at six pillars of intimacy.com. I said the, yeah, yeah, don't, don't add the, the, just go six pillars of intimacy.com. And that's a six, like the num- the number six. So six pillars of intimacy.com. Thank God I've got him, you guys. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. But y- y- when you do that, you're going to get an understanding of which pillars are strong mm-hmm. and which pillars need to be strengthened. And I want to say, I, I want to be real clear. And about which ones have cracks? Well, and that, that's the ones that need to be strengthened. Okay. Yes. A- a- and, I really want to just land there for a quick second because sometimes as a marathoner, as a runner, you can get to a place where, where you've got some pains, right? You've got some aches and pains. And in that place, you have a decision to make, right? Mm -hmm. Am I going to get the health that I need? Am I going to get the tools? Am I going to get the, you know, the, the, the exercises? Am I going to get, you know, the, the kinetic tape or the compression socks or whatever it is to actually be able to do and to go after this goal, or am I going to hang up my shoes and be like, you know what? That was too hard. And the same thing is true when you look at those pillars that need to be strengthened. You have a choice. Am I going to go get the tools and resources and help that I need to actually strengthen them? Or am I going to like hang up my ring and be like, is this too hard? Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, we've seen it time and time again, that when couples actually get involved in, and adopt this mindset of the six pillars of intimacy, they, they get to this place of going, hold on a second. There's a whole world of possibility out there for our marriage. Don't hang up your ring. Get the tools and resources that you need to go the distance because that's where everything changes. Everything changes in the journey. Uh-huh. It, it changes when you start going, okay, well, who are the people that are around us who are cheering on our marriage and who are there when we need strategy and encouragement? Not everybody, like I was having a conversation um, with a gentleman last night at church. And one of the things he was saying is he's just become really aware of the people that he needs to have around him mm-hmm. and who's encouraging him and what are, what are people talking about and how are they talking about relationships and things like that? Why? Because it matters. It definitely matters. What you hear and what you're talking about when it comes to your marriage. Hello. Mm-hmm. That, that can send you into a really great place or a really dark place. And those are called guardrails, and you may need to set those up. You do. It's it's not a may. It's a do. Yep. <laughs> this is kind of like a little Yoda moment. There is no try. Just do. <laughs> I forget exactly how that quote goes, but I know I've used it with you a few times. Um, but get help if you need it. Remember the, the difference. See, with a baby, we don't think anything's wrong if a baby needs help. If a baby, like, you know, latches onto your finger and says, I need to balance on you. Right. If a baby, you know, falls down and is like not sure about getting up and we're like, come on, you can do it. You can do it. Who are those people that are saying, hey, I'll pick you up? Who are those people that are saying, you know what? I'm in your corner. 
another couple, I, I was talking to them the other day. They're actually, you know, they've been part of the one family for years. They're leading a marriage small group, you guys, first time stepping into leading a marriage small group. And they've got some incredible stories of being able to come alongside. Some of you actually need to step into that. Because your marriage has gotten strong and you need to pour into other marriages to be their encouragement, to be that cheerleader that says, hey, guess what? We've been through some rocky stuff too and we made it. You can too. Mm-hmm. This, this may be the season where some of you are like, hold on a second. We, we've got some stuff to give. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be going in the direction together. And, and the last thing that I want to say, because we see this with babies when they're learning how to walk, they fall down a lot. They do. It's not like a baby pulls themselves up the first time and has mastered all of the coordination and never falls down. Why are you grinning? Because <laughs> I would just be rad. I, I just, it was just sort of, I got this little funny like picture in my head. Of, like like some, a boss baby movie. Yeah, yeah. just like, like kid just like, like just killing it. Just boom, standing up and like looking at mom and dad. Just like giving them the peace sign and just starts running. They're just like, woo. Let's oh my go. gosh, that sounds so nightmarish to me because I'm just like, oh, because I think every mom and dad kind of needs that like, okay, what can they get into? You know, what do I have to baby proof now? Yeah. Right. What, what do I have to move up two feet now? And then you can move up three feet. But. And yet though, as adults, and we look at our marriage, you may fall down. Mm-hmm. And yet you can probably just pull yourself back up. And now you may have to take some decisions and there are going to be some decisions on where you're stepping as you do that, but you don't have to continue to fall down. You can step right on up, mm-hmm. pick up the tools, pick up the resources that you need and start moving. You have a choice to make, right? In the same way that every marathoner has a choice, are, are they going to go after the finish line? Right. If you talk to somebody who's a marathoner and I'm blessed to know people who are marathoners, I by choice am not one um, because I don't enjoy running. I have such mad respect for those that do. But when you talk to them and you talk, you hear them talk about their journey and this maybe it's not marathon. Maybe it's, you know, Ironman, um, the triathletes that are just, you know, like watch Kona. That's that's an incredible race. Elisa downplays this, and yet two years ago she did a thousand. What, what was it? A thousand miles. I did a thousand miles. A thousand year. miles walking. So it's whatever in you a want year. in a Over year. In a year, I understand, but it's still a thousand yeah. miles walking. So it, she's being very humble here, and yet at the same time she she got up, man. She was like, "I'm doing this," and she got the tools. Like she, we had to go through numerous shoes because the shoes were breaking <laughs> down. But she got, you know, she got the app that would help her stay consistent and, and stay on course. And, 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 and I would come alongside her. I was there, not for all of it. I mean, <laughs> but I was there and, and that was something that we had to work through in our own marriage. I mean, it was, it was one of those things where it strengthened us mm-hmm. in ways. And at other times it was frustrating and yet she knows what it's like to, to go the long haul when it, when it comes to her, her endeavors as well. Oh, thank you for that. All I know is whether we're talking about me doing a thousand miles in a year or the change that you need to make in your marriage, it starts with one step. Mm-hmm. And listening to the show today, there are a lot of you, in fact, probably all of you who know what your first baby step is. You've been thinking about it the whole time we've been talking. You've been thinking about it as we're like, oh, well, what about this? Or, or you know, laughter or a movie or a song or something like that. And you're like, I know what I need to do. 
I, I know what I need to do to take that first step in the direction of making my marriage extraordinary. And I'm going to challenge you. Do it. Don't wait. Don't wait for a better day or a sunny day or whatever it is. Do it now. Because that's where the extraordinary begins. Mm-hmm. But you got to go chase your extraordinary. Yeah, that's so good. You know what? As we as we look at where we are right now in, in, in the time of year, this is the perfect time for you to lace up those shoes and go, we're going after it. We're going after it. We see some cracks in our pillars of intimacy, and that's okay because we're going to strengthen them together. We're going to walk this out together. We're going to get on that course, whatever that may be, and we're going to look at those intimacies, pick one of them right now, and strengthen it. Mm. So take the first baby step today in doing that. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week, and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.